Coming to you from the muddy shores of the Arkansas River, it's Coronapocalypse 2020, your audio acuity for the viral age. It's Sunday, March 22nd, and I'm Simon, bringing you more COVID-19 info than you can shake a stick at, which you probably shouldn't be touching anyway. In this episode, I'll be updating the news about more states implementing stay-at-home or shelter-at-home policies, along with what you can do while you're stuck in quarantine. Stay tuned while I drop some knowledge. There are now over 320,000 cases of coronavirus around the world. And the United States accounts for 30,000 of those, making it the second most active country behind Italy. And accounting for half those cases is New York State alone, where on Friday, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced an expanded policy to attempt to flatten the curve, which he described as this. So we're going to put out an executive order today, New York State on pause, policies that assure uniform safety for everyone. Here's how Governor Cuomo explained the outline of the policy. Only essential businesses will be functioning. People can work at home, God bless you, but only essential businesses can have workers commuting uh, to the job or on the job. Second rule, remain indoors to the greatest extent to protect physical and mental health. The choice of language to call it a pause instead of shelter at home was important to Governor Cuomo to make it sound less scary, to reduce the potential of panic, which obviously when you have a population that is uncertain about what is going on and what they're expected to do, is going to be naturally nervous and stressed. Just two days earlier, Governor Cuomo sat down with the New York Times for their daily podcast and was asked if a shelter-in-place was going to happen, and he responded, That is not going to happen, shelter-in-place, for New York City or any city or county to take an emergency action. The state has to approve it and I wouldn't approve shelter in place. That scares people, right? Quarantine in place, you can't leave your home. The fear, the panic is a bigger problem than the virus. And then at the press conference on Friday, he was asked about this apparent change of policy, of change of mind. Why was it now an acceptable plan to have shelter in place? It's not a shelter in place order effectively the same idea? No, it is not. First of all, words matter. California does not have a shelter-in-place order, right? They put in a new policy. It, was, they don't, it is not shelter-in-place, right? What does the because, and this is why words matter, Jesse, because people are scared and people panic. And ultimately, that's what these government euphemisms are all about, whether it's called shelter at home, stay at home, or New York stayed on pause. They are a form of quarantine. 
But instead, we get something that sounds nice, like it's just a timeout. The use of it is to reduce the fear and uncertainty, anxiety and stress that people might get from this idea that they're being quarantined. Effectively, that's what's happening. People are being told that they need to stay at home in order that they don't interact with each other. And this is going to have to happen around the country to reduce the infectious rate of this virus. Governor Cuomo also specified that the new policy bans all non-essential gatherings of any size and that individuals who need to go outside to get fresh air or exercise or restock on supplies must do so individually and maintain at least six feet of distance apart from each other. Now, how that would be monitored and regulated in a city as densely populated as New York remains to be seen. This is an unprecedented experiment in social engineering, if you will, and it's been done in concert with the neighboring states of Connecticut, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey, where Governor Phil Murphy made this announcement on Saturday. This morning, I signed an executive order directing nearly all of our 9 million residents to quite simply stay at home. And just like New Jersey, to step it up a notch, Governor Murphy has announced that fines would be assessed against businesses and individuals that fail to follow this executive order. And he's made it a mandatory order for all non-essential retail operations to close indefinitely. In all, eight states have now issued executive orders mandating that their population stay home in order to try to reduce the infection rate. This represents a third of the U.S. population and 40% of the gross domestic product, which is why the next two weeks, while these orders are in effect, will be a very challenging time. Economically and psychologically, it remains to be seen how Americans will be able to handle this and for how long. In speaking with a friend of mine, we pose the hypothetical question of just what level of stress that this would impose upon Americans and how long will they take it for. And I've postulated that it can only go on for about a month, six weeks, really putting us at about May 1st as a tipping point to know whether the current level of containment measures are effective if they aren't expanded but also because of the economic devastation that the shutdown of major businesses across the nation is going to cause and the unemployment and despair that will follow. Why May 1st? Well, here we are getting near the end of March, nine more days left of the month, and people will have their bills, their rent, their mortgages due. And we may or may not get that stimulus. It is looking kind of shaky right now in the Senate. So, Already, we are seeing people starting to worry about where are they going to get money to be able to pay for the things that they need. Come one more month that if we make it through April, at the end of that month, there, once again, is going to be those same bills, those same rent. How will they be able to manage? At that point, I fully imagine that the psychological pressure will have a major impact on people across the U.S., But before I move on to more doom and gloom, I should say that being stuck in isolation may have its upsides. 
especially if you're creative and talented like my old pal from down in Austin, LB, who's busting rhymes and dropping a beat to keep you off the street. Stay home, stay home. You can't catch the ill when you're feeling alone. Empty streets like the twilight zone. And if you're lonesome, go to your A-O-W-H-O, you don't know more than they know The CDC telling you to shut the front door The virus wanna get down in your head, bruh Ten times deadlier than influenza There ain't no vaccine and nobody's immune Toll rising, it ain't gonna be over soon Each carrier infects about 2.5 more Each week more than doubles the count And there's no cure Already we're getting a sense of what might happen in the future James Bullard, the president of the St. Louis Federal Reserve just opined that we could see a 50% drop in U.S. GDP and a potential of 30% unemployment, which would be historic. Even during the Great Depression, the worst level of unemployment in 1933 was 25%. So we have no precedent for even imagining what an America would look like with nearly a third of its population out of work. You would have to go to some sort of science fiction post-apocalyptic film to figure it out. On such dire predictions and the news that the Senate had not made any traction on passing the stimulus package, today the stock market Dow futures dropped by 5% before the brakes were put on them, equaling about a 1,000-point drop in the Dow Jones Industrial Average tomorrow. For those of you who don't, care about the stock market, that's a pretty good indicator of where the broader economy is going to go. And it's not looking good, folks. So I did say that I would kind of lighten things up by offering some suggestions about things to do while stuck in your stay at home, your shelter at home, your New York on pause. I'm sure you thought of many of these, but hey, we live in the age of the internet. There is so much information available now at your fingertips. Staying at home, you might become a little bit better educated. You might have the opportunity of reading. Hey, did you know that libraries will offer many books online for free? Even if you don't have a library card, you can get online and get yourself a library card. And you can watch movies and TV shows. All of that from your local library, which, by the way, is probably shut down right now. So when you build that steam engine you learned how to on the internet, you'll know just where to go to get kindling. And isn't it about time for some spring cleaning? I mean, if you're anything like I am, you've got way too much stuff. Maybe it's about time to take a look at what you've got and see if it sparks joy in you. And if not, you know, maybe just dump it out into the street because who's looking, right? At this point, you could just leave everything outside and nobody's going to go and take it anyway. Uh, But really, think about taking up a new hobby, like sewing. It's so important right now. With hospitals needing masks, you could be the one to provide it for them, since the government seems to have failed. And you'll be able to make and mend a clothing tube, especially when all your underwear has holes in it, because you can't buy it anymore since all the stores are closed. And Amazon has cornered the market for everything, and all purchases are now denominated in rolls of toilet paper. Really, though, take some time for yourself, for your mental health. Meditate. 
do some sit-ups, push-ups, get into some better shape because you might need to be when we run out of fuel and you're going to have to walk or run anywhere to escape the roving gangs of marauders. But you're going to be okay. I know you will because you're going to keep your wits about you and, and hold on to that currency of the future. Just remember that one six-pack of Charmin is worth a human life right now. Stay home. Stay home. You can't catch the ill when you're chilling alone. Empty streets like the twilight zone. And if you're lonesome, call it your Hey guys, so that's episode four of Coronapocalypse. Hopefully you got something useful out of it. I know I spent a lot of time putting these together. So if you've enjoyed it, or if you haven't, why don't you leave me a message? Go to anchor.fm slash COVID-19 slash message. Who knows, I might use it in an upcoming podcast if I can keep my wits about me and hold on to all of that lovely, lovely Charmin.